3: I am
1: awake. Welcome to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi, to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. And we discuss local and national native news and events. And as you know, Haley, native issues are human issues and human issues are native issues.
5: You're right, Dega. And this portion of the show is supported by Minnesota 350, a grassroots organization fighting for climate justice
1: yes they do hey we got Bob Blake on and uh, you know we always joke around with Robert Blake he is the solar bear with the solar news uh, a weekly uh, presentation here on native roots radio but we were gonna check in first before we got some solar news because I always kid around with Bob because uh, it's Bob Blake from Red Lake and uh, hey some uh, magical things have happened here uh, August 1st for your nation You as a citizen must be really proud what's going on and and welcome Robert.
2: Yeah, no, uh, thanks for having me, uh, Robert. Um, yeah, it's, it's been incredible. It's August 1st, um, the red lake nation, um, started, uh, to sell, uh, cannabis, marijuana, um, to the, to the, to the public. It became legal in the state of Minnesota and as you know, Robert, uh, tribal nations are able to, um, you know, uh, you know, decide exactly and license um, and, and distribute how, how they want to um, do so, uh, you know, in their homelands. So uh, Red Lake uh, decided to uh, sell to the public and it, it happened to be very big news. Um, not only here in the state of Minnesota, but across, uh, you know, tribal country. So it's pretty cool.
1: Right on, Robert. And, you know, I think we, what we talk and don't, we don't talk about this a lot, but Red Lake is a sovereign nation. Ho-Chunk is a sovereign nation. Prairie Islands is a sovereign nation and so on and so forth. And on our own lands, we can do and govern the way we see fit.
2: Uh, yeah, that's, that's exactly right, Robert. And, and that's a come you know, in, in this particular, uh, you know, new law in the state of Minnesota, you know, the state doesn't have jurisdiction over, uh, the red lake nation. So, um, it, 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 it did leave it up to, it did leave it up to, uh, you know, red lake to do as they saw fit. And, you know, on a personal level, you know, I, you know i mean we you know honestly robert we don't get a lot of wins right right i mean we we don't we don't get you know we don't get that that you know excitement you know where you know we are we're we're you know we're ahead of the game or you know we're always last to to get technology we're always last to be involved um you know and and it's it's just nice to um see the community um you know get happy about some something right i mean obviously you know um it could be a lot of things but it just so happened to be the you know marijuana and and the the distributing of it and selling of it right to the public Mm -hmm. and um you know there's a lot of people that were really happy and proud of it and 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 i'm proud of red lake and, and, and i'm proud of of the the individuals that you know, that, that are happy, that they're that happy about this because it does have a lot of mis, uh, you know, medicine, you know, purposes, mm-hmm. right. Misadurnal purposes. Yeah. And, right. and, and, you know, I think for some individuals that are struggling with pain and, you know, they, they need this as medicine. Um, I, I, I think I, I, I can't sit there and, and, and really, you know, say something huh. disparaging or, you know, say something bad about it, right? I mean, you know, that's kind of the way I feel, Robert.
1: Well, I agree 100%. And just let me back up a little bit, too, about uh, explaining to our listening audience, Robert, that uh, a sovereign nation would be like the United States dealing with uh, Mexico or or Italy or, uh, you know, England. And so being a sovereign nation, we, we earn the respect to govern our own ways on our own land, just like that. And I think that had a lot to do with ICWA too. Uh, You know, the Supreme Court doing us right on ICWA because we're not a race. We are uh, a sovereign nation, you know? And uh, I I, I just think, yes, it's a win. And I think, uh, you know, for our BIPOC people being convicted mostly by this, why would we want uh, this turned over now that it's legal and you know, the BIPOC people are in jail right now because of selling weed or whatever. Uh, it's good that the BIPOC people and especially, uh, native people are able to profit from this because I would have sure been really sad if it was all a sudden this got McDonaldized and, uh, it was a corporate thing and that, uh, people that were prosecuted over these last years about, uh, going to jail for possession or stealing or whatever are now profiting as opposed to, uh, you know, a lot of these bad white companies that are out there.
2: Well, yeah, absolutely. Robert. And I mean, I, I think, I think, you know, it's, it, you know, it's going to take till about 2025 for a lot of, you know, shops, you know, here in the twin cities to, to open up and be licensed. um, and you know there's going to be a lot of bumps in a row there's going to be a lot of you know kind of you know i think issues that we're going to have to work through but you know i i i also feel like you know um some individuals that you know are cancer patients that are oh yeah you know um you know in 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 a bad way right health-wise that Mm need this medicine now i think should be able to get it and they and they're able to do that by you know uh driving north of the twin cities for four hours to the red lake indian reservation and buying it you know um so i mean you know that to me um i think is one of the reasons why you know i felt like you know i wanted to support this because you know for 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 those individuals that that need this you know uh you know for 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 uh you know uh for their health purposes and you know i just i don't i don't like seeing people go through pain you know what i mean robert yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, Bob, I just got to say this too, with all this weed going uh, around the country with fentanyl in, you know if you're going up to Red Lake or a dispensary that you're getting uh, unlaced marijuana and you won't uh, OD on it because it has too much fentanyl in it. So there's, and, and I got to say too, Red Lake also is was ahead of the game because they were involved in... Uh, medical marijuana so it was a real good uh, transition uh, right away on August 1st when it became legal in the state
2: yeah you know and they're growing hemp up there and mm-hmm. of course you know we, we've had discussions and talks about putting solar on these facilities <laughs> you <Yeah>. know so <laughs> solar bear is gonna end up probably putting solar on these facilities eventually but you know I mean you know and 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 I think that you know uh this is really, you know, just one of those ways that, you know, in my mind too, Robert, like with that, with the climate crisis, the way it is, I, you know, I mean, I say to myself, you know, you know, is, you know, you know, I mean, it could this be another way for us to open up our consciousness, right, to the realities of what we're dealing with? Because I think sometimes we have that kind of piece of our mind closed, like we don't want to. We don't want to acknowledge that we're, we are in a crisis and, you know, maybe through some of this, maybe through some of this, you know, this could open up people's minds and, you know, and at the same time, you know, this is, this is a reality that we have to deal with, you know, maybe this is a way to deal with that reality too. So I'm just trying to look at this in a more positive way, as opposed to I've heard a lot of people say a lot of negative things, Robert, and and I'm trying to look at the positive, and you know that about me, Robert, I'm always trying to look on the positive side of things.
1: Well, I mean, uh, let me just put it this way too, I think you hear a lot of uh, negative things uh, when we talk about gaming too, and that's a thing that's really helped the nations, uh, some nations across the country, I can't say all of them for sure, but you know, gaming is looked at it in a, a bad way too at times, but why not let us do it on our own land? And uh, so that's that's another thing. But hey, Robert, hold on. Let's talk about some solar news with the Solar Bear next. And I really appreciate your insight about what's happening up at Red Lake. Hey, we're here with Bob Blake from the La Red Lake, and he's the Solar Bear with the solar news. We'll be right back after th- this short break. Oh,
4: Metro Transit is proud to offer the free use of Ira for Transit Trips, an app that connects blind and low-vision customers to a live agent for navigation assistance. Ira can help you determine your location, read schedules, find your next transfer, navigate stations and platforms, and general trip planning, and is now available in Spanish. Learn more and download the app at AIRA.io. That's A-I-R-A dot I-O. Be a Vaccinative.
5: It's time to come together and talk about the urgent need to stay up to date on COVID-19 vaccinations to protect our heritage, our loved ones, and our future. Throughout history, we have always faced challenges, and today we must protect our culture and loved ones. This is our opportunity to ensure that our tribal gatherings once again resound with joy and celebration, where the echoes of our ancestors guide our steps. It's a chance to care for our elders, cherishing their wisdom and stories for generations to come. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. Let us unite resilient as ever and show the world the strength of the Native American community. Together, we shape a future where our traditions thrive, our children learn from our ancestors, and our people flourish once more. So be a Vaccinative and learn more about staying up to date with your COVID vaccinations at health.state.mn. That's health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health.
4: Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio.
1: And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, welcome back. Go ahead, Haley. I'm walking all over you. Sorry about that.
5: This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition.
1: Hey, we're here with Bob Blake with the Solar Bear with the Solar News. And and Robert, uh, I just got to show you this quick picture uh, from Apoc- Apocalypse Now. And uh, I don't know if you can see the similarities of what's going on here, but that's uh, Colonel <laughs> and, and, and
4: ah, <laughs> That is hilarious. <laughs>
1: So uh from a I'm, apocalypse. I'm in
2: tomorrow. a parking <laughs> I live ahead. in a parking garage. <laughs> I really, really tried everyone to get home. But I'm sorry. I made it as far as the parking garage because the last meeting I was in just went too long.
1: No and I it's... literally
2: was running to the car to get on the phone with you.
1: <laughs> no, it's awesome. <laughs> that is the
2: funniest thing ever.
1: You remember Apocalypse Now, don't you, or C- or Colonel Kurtz? I remember uh,
2: Apocalypse Now. That uh, is hilarious, Roberts.
1: They uh, to everyone that is not watching us on uh, uh, Facebook Live or YouTube, uh, Bob's in dark and his face is illuminated like Captain Kurtz uh, in Apocalypse Now because uh, what Francis Ford Coppola wanted to uh, hide his weight, so he shot him just where you could just see his face because. Uh, <laughs> He was supposed to be really skinny from being out in the jungle, and he was like 300 pounds. But, and then uh, that's all I could think of was Bob's in a really dark place, and we just see his. Well, I saw his hand there, but just see his face, and now he's got a twins <laughs> cap on. So, this is Bob Lake with the with the Solar Bear with the Solar News. Hoa. <laughs>
2: that is the yeah. funniest thing ever, Robert. Hey, Robert. So the Biden and um, Harris administration announced yesterday that um, they're going to be offering like rebates, right? For infrastructure pieces, like say that um, you want to build a solar product, you want to build a solar project and, but you need to upgrade the transformer, right? Or you need to upgrade the substation and um, which is, which is happening a lot, actually, Robert, there is a backlog of, of this type of equipment right now, currently. And, and so, um, but, uh, the, this administration, um, this has never been done before is offering these rebates that if you go ahead and do these types of upgrades or to these, to these, um, you know, electrical equipment out there, um, that you will be reimbursed by the federal government. And, um, You know, I think this is just another way that that this administration is trying to think outside the box and get clean energy onto onto the grid and get it into uh, people's homes in another way that uh, this this administration is fighting climate change, Robert, and is creating good American jobs.
1: Yeah, um I can't say enough about uh the way th- the good things that are happening here in the uh, Biden administration. Uh I don't know, here this is kind of off subject, but did you uh hear uh, uh the representative uh Mar uh what's her name? Uh, what the heck is her name? But she did a she did a a, a speech and they used her speech all the good things that uh, Biden's doing it was kind of it was pretty hilarious Uh, 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 if you didn't hear it I'll I'll try and grab it later and put it up but Marjorie uh, Marjorie uh, Taylor Green uh, just said all these bad things supposedly about uh, Biden but they were all really good things (laughs) so they're using it as
2: a campaign well I mean you know this is You know, and and I I think Marjorie Taylor Greene is a direct reflection of the education cuts that, you know, the Republicans have made to our to our system. Robert, you've been a longtime educator, and and I'm sure that you've seen the education cuts. You've seen the pencils and the pens and the erasers, you know, automatically disappear from your guys's, you know, uh, stash. You know what I mean? As a as a as an educator, you know and 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 it's really come it's really come from this from this Reaganomics mentality that government is the problem you know mm-hmm. and and where they tried to demonize you know um bipoc folks and, and poor people you know what i mean and yeah, and, uh, and it, it's just a tragedy you know that that here we are now and marjorie taylor green is is a direct is a direct uh you know uh reflection of 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 that mentality Edward has grown to be this ugly person who's unfortunately just uneducated about about what she's talking about
1: right and uh yeah and but it's just it, we're gonna be dealing this for a while and you know it's interesting too because I Bob when I was a kid and I think your brother too uh Minnesota was the cat's pajamas, so to speak, of education people came from all over the world to see how we were doing it, and just was slowly with all these cuts, all these years now uh, that have been happening. this is uh kind of what what we're ending up with you're right absolutely right
2: well you know and 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 it, you know you you look back and and you look at how you know, a lot of these Lutherans, right, you know, created these colleges and these education places and, you know, put education at the, you know, at the highest level of spending, um, you know, and then unfortunately, you know, because of those roots that we have in the state, um, you know, uh, fortunately, Republicans, you know, the GOP and their, and their, their ideology to dumb down our society, you know, didn't, you know, didn't, you know, it it worked a lot here in Minnesota, but not as much. I think that like it has in other parts of the country. And, and, and that's what we're seeing in Washington. And we're seeing in some of these areas where education is not a priority and you elect these individuals into, into office. And, you know, that's a very scary thing, Robert. It's a very, you know, Trump has been indicted and I think he's, he holds the biggest lead in the Republican party for yeah. the nomination. <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is bizarro yeah. world. Like this should not be what it should. But then again, I'm not saying a lot because the next runner up is is Ron DeSantis.
1: So. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's like the lesser of two evils. I don't know. You know what I mean?
1: Well, and I do know what you mean, but it's been crazy because they're, you know, uh, Joe Biden won by almost 8 million votes. uh, But the scary part is uh, the orange one got 70 million votes. There's 70 million people that out there that think that way. And, I remember when he was first elected, and all this crap was coming out, and all this racism, racism stuff. And I know, the second day he was president, he signed uh, the Dakota Access Pipeline to go through. You know, just crazy crap like that. And I remember seeing a hat saying, "Let's uh, make instead of make America great." It's it was blue, and it said, "Make racists afraid again." <laughs>
2: Well, well, yeah. And, and, you know, and that whole make America great thing comes from Ronald Reagan, right? That was his platform, right? right. He had that platform, make America great again. And of course, uh, Donald Trump stole it. Like he steals everything, but you know, it, it, it's, 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 and that's why it's really important. Everyone, while you're listening to this, that you get out and you vote, you get out and you talk to your neighbors, you get out and talk to your family members and, you know, and you, democracy is something that we have to fight for. And you know i think sometimes robert you know we get we get a little you know we, we we get a little uh how do you say uh complacent in this country because you know we do have it good you know i mean yeah is, is it the best no it's not but uh i'll take my life here every day of the week and twice on sunday <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. and 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 this is something that you know we have to con- continuously fight for and that's democracy we have to fight for democracy
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what do we get? How much time do we have, uh, Haley?
5: Uh, You've got about a minute and a half.
1: Well, I just want to pop this up, Bob, real quick. And I don't know if you can see that, but uh, that's what we're kind of talking (laughs) about.
2: (laughs) Uh, Robert, this (laughs) is too funny. This is too... Hey, 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 you know what I want to do with you? I want to go catch a Twins game with you.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I want to go catch
2: a twins game with you and I want to go check out the 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 the, the native roots trading post area. Yep.
1: Definitely. Let's do it. I, I we'll we'll do it. I, I can uh I we broadcast, Haley and I broadcast uh from uh, uh on Her- Native American Heritage Day and we had Dan Gladden as our first guest. It was uh gas. It was very fun.
2: Oh Dan is the best man. Um Uh, we, we, we're, we're, going to have to get some solar bear hats or something out there with you.
1: There you go. (laughs) Well, you know, the state fair is coming up and also we're going to be at Shakopee powwow native Ritz trading post. So there's a lot of things, a lot of moving pieces. I love
2: Shakopee powwow. That's the best powwow. That's a great powwow.
1: Yes, Yes. it is. So Bob, uh, I'm waiting for an email from you later tonight. And, uh, it was great to have you on today and I'm going to end with the little music here
2: all right thank you the... sir thank you everyone that's the solar bear with the solar news Miigwige, everyone have a good day ah that's oh. the best robert <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: hey that was bob blake from red lake we were talking a little bit up next destiny uh jones we're going to talk a little bit about uh the four sisters market and what's happening uh you'll be we'll be right back after this short break
4: Minnesotans age 65 plus might qualify for Health Partners Minnesota Senior Health Options. The plan includes personal support, coverage for medical prescription drugs, and dental, plus over 30 extra benefits. Eligibility information is available at healthpartnerscom one plan. Health Partners is a health plan that contracts with both Medicare and the Minnesota Medical Assistance Medicaid program to provide benefits of both programs to enrollees. Enrollment in Health Partners depends on contract renewal.
3: Attention, art enthusiasts, experience Laura Youngbird's Indie Wisigindum My Heart Hurts, a solo exhibition by Laura Youngbird presented by All My Relations Arts this summer. All My Relations Arts aims to foster connections between contemporary American Indian artists, preceding generations, diverse audiences, and the vitality of the American Indian cultural corridor. Laura Youngbird is a talented artist from the Minnesota Chippewa Grand Portage Band that uses the dress as a metaphor to address social issues. injustices, and biases. Through mixed media, combining drawing, painting, and prints, Laura explores the dress as a powerful symbol in her work, revealing layers of meaning. Her series examines mixed emotions and themes like common threads, loose ends, and vulnerability. And you can see Laura Youngbird's Inde Wissigindum, My Heart Hurts, all summer through September 9th at All My Relations Arts in Minneapolis. Plan your visit and let the moving art speak to your heart. More information at allmyrelationsarts.org.
1: Hey, this is Robert Pilot. I taught in St. Paul Public Schools for over 25 years, and I want you to join the team and make a difference in our children's future. Right now, St. Paul Public Schools is offering hiring and retention bonuses up to $10,000 for a variety of teaching and classroom support positions for the next school year. Grow in a supportive and fulfilling public school setting. Limited bonuses are available, so don't delay. Apply at spps.org careers. As we emerge from the shadows of the pandemic, let us celebrate our resilience and embrace the path to a brighter future. While the COVID-19 emergency declaration may be over, our commitment to safety remains stronger than ever. We invite you to stand tall and protect what matters most, our health and the well-being of our loved ones and elders. The power to keep our community safe lies within each one of us. It's important to remember the basics when you're with someone who might be at risk of COVID complications. Wear your mask, wash your hands often, and take an at-home COVID test if you have any symptoms. We are a strong and interconnected community, and together we will emerge from this challenge stronger than ever. Stay safe, stay healthy, and keep the spirit of our Native American culture thriving. Find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. That's health.state.mn.us.
5: This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health.
2: With your AM 950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for partly cloudy skies tonight with a low around 70, Thursday sunny with a high near 91, and Friday partly cloudy with a high around 86.
4: Get paid to upgrade. Warner Cellian will buy your appliance for $50 during our trade-in sale. No one else saves you more time from shopping to free professional delivery like Warner Stellion. Put us to the test. Shop Minnesota family owned WarnerStellion.com.
2: You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to Native Ritz Radio Presents, I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot.
5: This portion of the show is supported by NACTE's Four Sisters Farmer's Market, running every Thursday on Franklin Avenue in the American Indian Cultural Corridor from 11 to 3.
1: Right on, and it was good to hear uh, Dallas Goldtooth, uh, the little bumper he does for reservation dogs. Reservation dogs just dropped on uh, August 2nd, and then again we had uh, Rihanna Yazzie, uh, who was writing uh, Dark Winds, on a couple days ago, uh, who was the writer of the last episode of Dark Winds, uh, uh, was on. And so we're getting uh, some good coverage here on television uh, with some of our, our our Native people doing Native things. Hey, speaking of which, we have Destiny Jones, and we're going to try and do this here because she's out working hard for the, her community and our community. Uh, Destiny, are you there?
0: Hey, I'm here.
1: Right on. You sound good. Hey, it's Destiny Jones, and she works with. She's the manager of uh, Four Sisters Food Market here, as in the Twin Cities, on the Native Corridor uh, in Minneapolis, on Franklin Avenue. And uh, Destiny, thanks for stopping in. And uh, what's happening? I know last week it was a bummer we had to close because the temperatures was so hot. But I give you like big kudos on kudu, kudos on that because uh, it was a hot one.
0: It was so hot and I know that's something that we have to keep in mind as you know we face the reality of the climate crisis but um we want to keep our vendors and our visitors safe and also we have so many beeswax products at the market they'll just like melt in the sun if we actually have the market so it's better to just cancel.
1: (laughs) Yeah excellent. Hey so can you tell our our, uh, listeners what you're doing right now because I know you're right in the middle of work and uh you're at uh, your your own little farm there, right?
0: Yep. Uh, we currently are having a food demo at our Four Sisters Urban Farm, which is sort of a uh, community garden and community space uh, located right off of the Green Line um, on, uh, I believe it's 28th and 17th, or 29th and 17th. And... Yeah, we have uh, Chef Vanessa Casillas here with us from Dream of Wild Health and she's just cooking up some good food and showing us how to do so with our seasonal summer produce. And it's really, really warm, but it's really, really nice to be out with uh, some members of the community.
1: Well, and then we got to give her a shout out too, because she's Ho-Chunk too. I'm Ho-Chunk, Haley's Ho-Chunk. So we've turned this into a Ho-Chunk show. That's awesome. Yeah, totally. So tell our listeners who probably maybe have just stumbled upon the show uh, a little bit about the market and uh, yeah. what's going on tomorrow, because it's going to be happening tomorrow. I know we're going to have all four of the uh, Ho-Chunk legislators out there. So if you have any questions for us, we're going to be out there hanging out um, and we're making a point to uh, jump into the community and say hello to a some of our constituents, but also uh, support the community. So could you tell our listening audience a little bit about uh, uh, the Four Sisters uh, Market, Food Market?
0: Yes, uh, the Four Sisters Farmer's Market is located at 1414 Franklin Avenue every Thursday from this season, June 1st to October 26th, I believe. And uh, we go from 11th Street And we are just a space that there's indigenous food um, and indigenous uh, products. So we have a ton of native uh, farmers and vendors uh, like Dream of Wild Health and Blue Hummingbird Woman and um, some visiting vendors like Lakota Maid and Brian Dow. There's um, a ton of different uh, artists and artisans and, uh, food makers at the market. And, uh, a big goal goal of what we do is just try to promote these entrepreneurs and, uh, kind of help them with getting their businesses started and kind of getting them the access to the resources that they need, um, and having a place to vent.
1: And that's 11 to three on Thursdays, correct?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Could you repeat that?
1: That's uh, from eleven to three on Thursdays, correct? You're you muted right now, and also, uh, did you say Brian Dow is going to be down today or tomorrow? That that artist, um, not sure. if Destiny's still there. She's muted. There, oh. she, there she goes. Go ahead, Destiny. Oh, now she's muted. Oh, sorry. Again. Now she's not I think muted. I
0: said. <laughs> Sorry, I was having a bit of a connectivity issue. Um, yeah, we'll be having um, some visiting vendors from Duluth in the next few weeks, which is really exciting, one of which is um, Brian Dow, and then wow. we'll be having our regular vendors like Simone Rinden, Edible Arts, Minnesota, and Estella, which is Blue Hummingbird Woman, and yeah. um, we just, yep, 11 to 3 every Thursday, and we try to keep it uh, fresh every every week well, meeting our artist in residence with all my relations arts there mm-hmm. who is oh i don't know if i'm still going but
1: here's
0: uh rory wake him up
1: yes yes we know rory very well hey destiny i know you're really busy and i really appreciate you coming on uh and at, at such a short notice just uh to help promote the market. And we'll see you tomorrow. So thank you, Pina Gigi. Thank you so much for being on. Yes, Destiny. Thank you so much.
5: Yes, we oh. love Destiny.
1: Yeah, definitely. And uh, we love the market too. And she's doing a great job. Uh, that's great. Uh, that was exciting to hear that Brian Dow is going to be down because he's a uh, we have a lot of his stuff in our store and he's a, a an artist that's really blowing up so if you want you should come down there and check him out uh, the Four Sisters Market and uh you know it's uh it's just an awesome thing Haley
5: What what kind of um art do, do you guys have at the Trading Post of Brian's
1: He we have uh I do believe we just we have his scarves right now, and there's 60 inch scarves, and it's a really kind of a, a modern, a modern kind of uh, art on it. And you know, it's interesting too that you bring this up, Haley, because I kind of think about when we when we're supporting artists. I know, like the mainstream, um, likes to see teepees and eagles and things like that. But you know, we do as Native Americans, we do a lot of. Uh, traditional art, but also art that's modernized. We just happen to be artists that are Native. So there's right. there's kind of a difference as opposed to a Native American artist. Uh, do you know what I mean? It's like uh, you are Native American, so can you throw a teepee in there? And that's like, no, you know, we're doing, you know what I'm saying? It's right, like a, yeah,
5: yeah. Just because we're Native American doesn't mean that we're not capable of producing um, I guess, non-cultural art is, I think, what you're trying to get at, or just art in general. Um, yeah, both. Not, yeah, both. not focused on one target culture, I think.
1: Right. Not only the culture, but, I mean, just using Native Americans as human beings that happen to be an artist. So just because you're Native American doesn't mean that you can't do a beautiful uh, sunset, so do you have to put a sunset with a teepee in it because you're native? No, you don't. And so that's that's kind of yeah. the thing that I think we're trying to get away from uh, in promoting artists that do art as opposed to, um, you know, doing art that people want and think that should be uh, coming out, you know, like. Exactly. You know, if you're drawing a stick, man, do you have to put a like a headdress on it? You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on.
5: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> And speaking of art, have you seen the new exhibit at the All My Relations Art Gallery yet?
1: Yes, I have. Franklin? I I have, and um, I will be going in there again. Like I said, I'm going to be meeting, and possibly you'll be out there, but we'll have uh, uh, four of our legislators from Ho-Chunk Nation, from District 4 there, uh, just for a little bit to support and uh, support what's going on in our community. And we just so happen to be, I don't know if I ever mentioned too much about my other job as a legislator but i am a legislator of district four which is everywhere but wisconsin so i mean if you live on the moon i'm your legislator you know uh, <laughs> if you're in a foreign country you know like texas i'm your legislator <laughs> you know so there we have uh ho-chunks in district four all over the country so it's uh uh a great honor for me. Uh, some elders asked me to run a couple of years ago. I was teaching high school, and uh, and I ran and I won with their help. And then I retired from teaching, and then I uh, became a legislator uh, for the Ho Chunk Nation, which we have the the one that's based out of Wisconsin, because our brothers and sisters, really our families in Nebraska, the Winnebago's are. Uh, and uh, Ho Chunk, uh, Wisconsin, used to be called the Winnebagoes of Wisconsin, but we don't like that name because the French gave us that name. And uh, Winnebago means dirty, stinky water, so we didn't like being called that, so we changed our name in, uh, I think, 93 or 94. Uh, 1993 or 94, the Ho Chunks changed their name. And the Ho Chunk uh, means Hoak, means uh, the uh, people of the sacred voice. and, uh, yeah, or the big voice and someone was called,
5: right? Or... I think yeah, I think it was big voice, and then it switched to sacred voice. Um, but yeah, I'll be out there at uh on Franklin Avenue with the Native American uh, Cultural Corridor, and I'm gonna go check out Inde Wis Wisa Kingdom uh, yes. exhi- ex- exhibition by Laura Youngbird. So I'm excited to see what she's created out of um her garments, um. And to see kind of what she's made through her mixed media of drawing, painting, and prints, and I'm excited really just to connect with the community again and, and see everyone after last week's was canceled. So,
1: right, exactly, good call, and it's 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 really good. Uh, you can if you've never been out there, please come out there. It's not just for natives; it's for the whole community.
5: Yeah, you know, I have think brunch in- with us
1: yeah and, and I think some of uh, some people get afraid or confused that uh these things are just uh sacred and, and and like that and it's like no, come to a powwow that's not a ceremony that's a celebration come to this it's a celebration of who we are and uh maybe you know get some uh, some earrings from a vendor or go get some uh uh pizza or something and a coffee and then right next door to the coffee shop is uh you know, the art gallery, and it's all right there. So we'll be there. Absolutely,
5: Yeah, and you can use your EBT too as well, cash, cards, it's all accepted.
1: Yeah, good point. Hey, thanks, Haley. Thanks for helping me out there in this last few minutes. You're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and up next, uh, Wendy Pilot, and we're going to have our sacred uh, animal section here. I just, uh, I know we got a couple seconds here, but I'm looking at the bee garden she made out in the front yard here. And there's thousands of bees and butterflies. Uh, it's a good day to be indigenous and a good day to be Indian. We'll be right back Absolutely. after this short break.
5: Stay with us. Ho!
4: Metro Transit is proud to offer the free use of Ira for Transit Trips, an app that connects blind and low-vision customers to a live agent for navigation assistance. Ira can help you determine your location, read schedules, find your next transfer, navigate stations and platforms, and general trip planning, and is now available in Spanish. Learn more and download the app at AIRA.io. That's A-I-R-A dot I-O.
2: In this critical time for Indian country, voting is crucial to protecting the land, water, and communities. Voting creates collective power in securing our planet's future amid climate chaos. Engage in personal conversations with loved ones to ensure they are making informed voting choices. Register to vote. And don't forget that 16- and 17-year-olds can pre-register to vote in Minnesota. NACTI is asking us to stand together and make voting a tradition. Go to nacti.org to learn more and make your pledge to vote.
5: Affordable, healthy, and culturally appropriate food is accessible right in the heart of the American Indian Cultural Corridor at Four Sisters Farmer's Market. They embrace inclusivity and accessibility at Four Sisters, accepting SNAP and EBT benefits, market bucks, Gus Produce market bucks, cash, and cards. So enjoy the abundance of fresh food regardless of your payment method at Four Sisters Farmer's Market. Open Thursdays until October from 11 to 3 at 1414 East Franklin Avenue. More at nacd.org, and tell them Native Roots Radio sent you.
3: Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to
1: Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot.
5: This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Oh
1: Wait, one more time.
4: How? Howl! Howl.
1: We're uh, <laughs> howling with uh, Marlon Brando. Um, I guess you had to be watching this. Hey, uh, again, you know, Wendy did this uh, this bee uh, garden in the front of the house, meaning she uh, put all these uh, plants in here that are from this area, and uh, it's just amazing. This is the second year, and, I mean, we have plants out there they're like eight feet tall I'm sure the neighbors don't like it but it's beautiful we have butterflies I saw uh uh, there's uh, hundreds of bees out there I saw a hummingbird a few minutes ago and it's just uh, amazing Haley
5: it is it's yeah if once I am able to have a yard like that I would love to have a yard like yours it's very very great for the environment and and all the critters and the bugs
1: Exactly. Hey, speaking of uh, Wendy, why don't we uh, take a listen to today's update from Wendy Pilot. Take it away, Wendy.
2: One second here, guys. We'll have her.
1: No problem. We know uh, Wendy's a busy person, so this is kind of a, a pre-record that she just gave us and given us updates. Uh, she's working on some humane lobby and stuff. Uh, she's doing we a We are there now. Okay, thanks. Let's take it away, Wendy.
3: Everybody, thank you, Robert. My name is Hanajihihani. That means cares for them. I was given that name by my Daga Curtis. Curtis goes by Mashke Hanajinga, which means walks on white clouds. I'm a humane policy volunteer leader for the Humane Society of the United States, and I work on animal issues at the local and state level. And it's always my pleasure to do that. I have a couple of things I'm gonna be talking about, some fun animal facts that I find along my way on the internet and reading elsewhere. I have never ran into a skunk in my life. I have to admit that. I think that they're really cute little animals, but I don't, in my memory, (laughs) can remember a time I've ever seen one in real life. But uh, here is some information about skunks that we need to be happy to see them. Their favorite foods are termites, wasps, hornets, maggots, rats, mice, moles, cockroaches, and snakes. It says here, we do not want to spray you. It depletes our resources and leaves us vulnerable for up to 10 days. Give us some space and we can help you. So let's give these little guys a some room. We don't want to get sprayed with a by a skunk. I remember watching on TV a couple of dogs getting sprayed by them and you have to like put your dog in a bath with all kinds of like lemon and oatmeal and all this kind of stuff to get rid of that skunk smell but I'm glad that they eat all the the rest of those uh, varmints so that they're not around. Uh, you know, walking through the park sometimes I see uh, rocks that are stacked. So I see these um, stacked rocks and I think, wow, this is awesome. I want to do that, but I've never had the chance. I just never did that. But I read an article that says you should not, stack rocks. And the reason why is because dragonflies begin their life underwater clinging clinging to the rocks until they turn into an adult. So if you pick up all the rocks and you stack them, you're going to be killing the dragonflies. So you don't want to do that. And I have some good advice for people who bring home a new dog from the shelter because we always want people to adopt Do Not Shop. But adopted dogs take three days to decompress, three weeks to start to know your routine, and three months to start to feel at home. So really give them a chance. You know, I really hate when I hear people adopting a dog and after a week or two weeks or even after the same day, they just return the dog because the dog isn't doing what they expected the dog to do. So I really hope that people out there give your animal and your cat for that matter. Uh, Robert and I adopted uh, an old cat. Her name was Princess. And she had been at the shelter for the longest out of all the cats. Uh, So the day that we um, adopted Tommy, our big white cat, we adopted Princess the same day. And when we brought her home, she stayed in my closet uh, for about three months, I'm going to say. And we made a little bed in there for her. I took out my shoes, made a little bed and she stayed in there. And every now and then, um, when we weren't around, we could tell that she was eating her food and using the kitty litter box, but she would go back in my closet. And then she, Um, After a while, she would come out and watch Robert and I play with the other animals. We had two dogs, and she slowly came around. But it took her a really long time to really feel at home and to feel safe. So always give adopted dogs and cats time to decompress. And they will. You're going to love them, and they will be your favorite pets of all time. Uh, The bee hummingbird... It's called the bee, like B-E-E. Bee hummingbird is the smallest bird in the world, and it comes from Cuba. This tiny bird, when mature, only weighs about two grams, and when seen, it is often mistaken for an insect. This little wonder can fly for a long time, up to 20 hours every day. So as you can imagine, it needs a lot of fuel to have for all this energy that it needs. And it drinks about eight times its body weight every day. And that, it is as if you compare us to drinking, there's Wanda, drinking four bathtubs of water every day. So isn't that crazy? So here's another way we could help our bees, uh, talking about bees. Um, To help bees during the summer months, there are fewer flowers and other food sources for the bees. Water is also scarce and and so many bees drown as they try to drink from the pools. So what you should do is grate an apple and add some water to a shallow bowl. The bees will be able to get the sugars from the fruit and drink the water and not drown as they can stand on the pieces of fruit. That's a really good idea. I'm actually going to do that today. Uh, Let's see. I had, you know what? It's going to be really hot. Today's really hot. Tomorrow's going to be really hot. And I just, this is just a reminder. I did mention this on the show before. But did you know you should not pour cold water on an overheated dog or put a wet towel on their back? Here's what you should do. Animal lovers never make the mistake of throwing cold water on an overheated dog or put a wet towel on its back. You will see the opposite effect. Due to the cold, the veins constrict, and due to the high temperatures, the proteins in the blood clot, which makes the blood thick and viscous. Due to the combination of the two, the heart can no longer get the blood and the organs fail one by one due to lack of oxygen. The best, uh, the result is a very slow uh, and painful death. So you don't want to do that. If you try to help an o- overheated dog, this is the way um to do it first give lukewarm water to drink then cool the soles of the feet and chest and lower abdomen with a damp cloth then put the dog in the shade on the damp towel um so sharing this information is really important keep your dogs inside if it's too hot there's also a test to see if the black top is too hot put your uh your hand uh, upside down on the back of your hand on the blacktop and if you cannot leave it there for five seconds it is too hot for your dog's pads so try to keep your dog safe keep them indoors don't leave them in a locked car and hopefully we will get to the end of summer without any casualties to our furry friends and with that Robert back to you
1: Hey, Peenena Gigi, Wendy. Hey, if you're listening to the show, you are part of the resistance from Chief Plenty Coop's ground on which we stand on is sacred ground and it's blood of our ancestors. We need to resist, divest, join a group, run for office, vote. They want to give a special shout out to Bob Blake from Red Lake and Solar Bear with the Solar News, Destiny Jones for uh, Sisters Mark and of course, Haley, and Wendy. Peeny Geege, we'll see you tomorrow. Ho!